What is the first rink that you ever put your little two feet on? Mine weren't little, though. I had three feet when I was a child. <laughs> when you were... L- you weren't little when you first skated? No, I'm joking. Oh. I was saying my feet weren't little, but they probably were. Peter, I would you hope. First? Mine You'd is look so kind of weird. My answer is so easy. It's just Mine is so much cooler. Um, it is. You've heard this story, oh, too, before. I don't know my answer. Okay, go ahead. So I had a pair of little plastic skates with um, plastic tighteners on it. I think my mom still has the skates. Uh, but I grew up skating. I didn't really grow up because we moved when I was two years old. But my sisters uh, did figure skating at the Moorhead Sports Center back when it only had the two rinks. And my mom's first inclination that I might want to skate, I, I never wanted to watch my sisters do it. I'm two years old, and I would wander over to the bushy rink, and I would watch the spuds practice, and I would bang on the glass and make little noises. And eventually she decided to get me my own pair of skates, and I took my first steps on the ice at the Moorhead Sports Center. That's a pretty cool answer, considering yeah. how much time we spend there. Oh, I trust me. I send my mom a picture every time, and I'm like, hey, do you remember that? And she's like, yeah, you were such a pain in the neck because <laughs> I was trying to watch your sister's practice, and you never sat still. So is it first time ever or first time ever? So yeah. we, had, we grew up in this, like, in— Can I, you even remember that many years yeah, ago? Yeah, that's why it was like, ugh, I, I was going to say Lake of the Isles because that's where I— Played on my first team. We moved when I was right before kindergarten. Oh. But I know that I didn't just roll up to Lake of the Isles and put my skates on. I mean, I know that I I have pictures of me with my brothers in their hockey uniforms. They made a fake uni, fake little Burnsville uniform for me. And and I played. There was like a park with like, a, it was it was like maybe, maybe a, a, a like one of those, those uh, mobile home kind of. Yeah. Like that kind of park with 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 some boards and a little skating rink outside of it. That's probably where I first skated, and that is where Brock Buster's dad uh, Duke skated, and all of the Besser boys. Like there was like two or three or four Besser families, the Branson families. There was a there was a literally a ton of uh, Division One and Division Three hockey players playing within five hundred yards of where we skated. Um, in Burnsville, it's pretty cool. Yeah, have I ever told you my greatest hockey dream? Let's hear it. Like in my perfect world, yeah, I would bring back park hockey. It's pretty cool at a low cost because I walk by Northdale every day when I'm walking my dogs, and I'm thinking, you know, how convenient would this be for kids in the neighborhood to be able to just walk over to the rink? Well, it'll, it, Northdale also kicked so much butt when rec hockey was around. They have the old articles. At the rec center, because oh, that's where we win all the games. They yeah, win so all the tournaments. while I was waiting for Lara to finish voting this cycle, I read all the old articles about uh, playing Phelan Rec Center and um, not Langford Park. There was another one over on the east side that was always pretty good. But North that's probably where Johnson was, right? Oh yeah, yeah, they had oh, some yeah. great teams back in the day. Hello, hockey fans, and welcome to the Her Ice Girls High School Hockey Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by ResTech, a full-service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota and the metro Twin Cities region. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school hockey league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, with 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Peter and Tony. 
Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hear profession forget Used to keep it cool Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everyone in between Welcome to Her Ice, a girls high school hockey podcast From the great state of Minnesota About the teams in that great state of Minnesota I am one half of the Her Ice hockey team. My name is Peter Rodney. I'm here with Tony Scott. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. We got uh, a full day of talking about hockey. What could be better? Yeah. Off the top of my head. Shots <laughs> here. Off, top off the top of my head. head. Uh, it was more of a uh, euphemism than it was a... Uh, are you sure Actual euphemism question. is the right uh, word to use? It was a, uh, what do they call, what kind of question do they call those where you just kind of say Rhetorical? Statement? Rhetorical question. Yeah. What'd you get on your SAT verbals? SAT was out of 800, so. No. Yeah, there was there was 800 for math and 800 for verbal. So it's 1,600 total. Total. Okay. So 800, I probably was like 600. Math was 800. I didn't get anything wrong on math. Inter- Wait, what? No, I aced the math you got every, every question right on the I, math portion I, I took calculus at the u of m in 11th grade yes Hold math on, but is I, easy whoa, 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 whoa. so what was your cumulative sat score like 1400 and you went to the university of minnesota correct why would you do that to yourself I, you could have gone to harvard i got into michigan and i got into northwestern but my parents said we'll only pay how much oh it costs to go gosh. to you you could have gotten a real journalism degree from the Medill School of Journalism. I what did have. you do? I went to Murphy instead. You went to it's Murphy fine. instead. It's fine. It's fine. That's it's good okay. enough. I settled. I settled <laughs> because it was all the money we had. We were dirt poor. So Yeah, that's right. Dirt poor. I forgot. You're disgracing the memory of your father who's looking down on us yes, right now by calling yourselves dirt poor. Well, you know who we didn't? We were rich with other things than money. Well, no. you know what? If you had a gold medal, then you could have been richer than everybody else who got a gold medal this who got a gold medal uh team usa got a gold medal this week that is our top headline which i brought which is brought to you by gemini athletic uh gemini is putting together some great stuff did you happen to see the uh world boys uniform got revealed yesterday yeah i did that (laughs) was pretty cool oh it's phenomenal uh a kid from like uh, i can't think of his name nixon norman from the jv I put together that video. I thought he did a fantastic job on it. And I think the people at Gemini did a fantastic job on the Hockey Day uniform. So far, the two we've seen revealed are the two world ones. We haven't seen YZ. I've seen YZ in person over at Gemini. Um, And I haven't seen... And I'm hearing that uh, Moorhead's boys is all... Uh, orange. That's what I'm hearing. It's all orange. All orange. All That's what I'm hearing. Orange. It's all orange. Okay. Um, I don't know much about Rozo's, either of the boys or the girls. I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I have not seen those when I was over when I've been over at Gemini in the last few weeks. Mm. Great people to work with. Fantastic service. Fantastic service. And it's made right here in Minnesota. And if you're a, a little bit of Metro bias, if you're from the Metro, it's made right at Dinah, so it's literally 15 to 20 minutes away. You can go pick up your stuff, and they will knock it out for you. It's made in Edina. There might be a little gold flecks in the, Probably. Uh, the dye that they use for to sure. make those uniforms, I mean, as we do in Edina. All righty, Team USA wins gold in Switzerland, uh, beating Czechia 
not Canada, which you said off-air was a little bit disappointing for you. Well, I'm just thinking that after how badly uh, the U.S. got beaten by the Canadians in the preseason, the summer and all that, I got to think deep, deep down. I know they love their gold medal and I lo- they love it, but I think deep, deep down our – our Minnesota girls and maybe even the, all the U.S. girls are like, it's a gold medal. We're taking it. We're not giving it back. I'm not saying giving it back, and I'm not saying it's not an accomplishment, but they got to be a little bit hollow. They didn't get a chance to pound the Canadians once and for all. Oh, I don't disagree. I think selfishly, Minna, not Minna, <laughs> uh, Team USA's players and fans and co- I'm assuming coaching staff and the USA hockey staff wanted another shot at Canada. But for the overall health of the women's game, you it's couldn't great. ask for anything better than having a non-traditional power in the gold medal game. So congratulations to Czechia. I'm not quite sure when they changed their name from Czech Republic to Czechia. Well, it was right around the actually uh, two years ago. What would that have been? 2022 World. Remember they did the... UAT girls in Madison. Yeah. That they that's when I started to be called Checky, and I'm like, what is who is these people? Yeah, and so I think it was right around there sometime when they declared the the name change. Um, I think, and again, I think them making it to the finals and they, making it winning the quarterfinals and making it to the finals is probably a much bigger story than just a no offense USA, another USA team or another Canadian team winning a medal winning gold in a event the fact that there was a silver medal not handed to us or canada is newsworthy just like last year when the us had to you know settled for bronze it's a big big deal the mvp of the tournament canada's chloe primerano uh, i believe she's a defender i should have written that part down but she had eight goals and 16 points her play was described as outstanding by the IIHF. The media all-star team goaltender Anita Senkova from Czechia, Primorano of Canada, Tuli Talinen from Finland, uh, the forward trio Emma Ekoluoma from Finland, Adila Sapovalovova from Czechia, and Josie St. Martin, Stillwater's own, whose play was described as flamboyant by the IIHF, rounds out the media all-star team. I Congratulations, read- Josie. Yeah, you too. Sorry to interrupt you. Okay, well, I, I'm I'm really thrilled for her because this is her third time with Team USA. You know, the first time you're just supposed to get your feet wet. You're just supposed to get the tracksuit and watch the older players, right? Yep. Second time around, you're supposed to contribute a little bit more. Third time around, you're supposed to be a stud, and she was a stud for a gold medal winning team. Okay, I want you to pronounce Adela Sapovalova. Sapovalova. <laughs> Hey, you, do you know why I'm good at saying that? Congratulations. Do you know why I'm good at saying that? Yeah. Because I saw her when it was her first time with the Czech Republic team in Madison. And yeah. wow, I've known about her forever. Yeah. No, um, she was a player that caught my eye. So I learned very quickly. There's a video of me from two years ago in Madison uh, struggling to say her last name, but I eventually got it. Sapovalovova. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, according to the director, at, sorry to cut you off one more time. Goalie is going to be Senkova. The defender is Primorano, and the forward is Sapovalovova. Yeah. So no United States players among the directorates awards. That's fine. I think they'll take their gold medal and be perfectly happy. Yeah. No uh, speaking of the IIHF, did you see that Natalie Darwitz was voted into the? IIHF I Hall of Fame I this did. week, which I thought was an incredible accomplishment. My tweet, yep. I, hopefully my tweet did her some justice because she was voted in as a player, but I think someday if she could be voted in 
potentially as an influencer or as a coach. Builder. She's as a builder as well. Certainly. I'm I'm always curious to see who gets voted into not just the Hockey Hall of Fame, but all sports Hall of Fames as builders. Because I feel like your resume has to be pretty darn stacked oh, yeah. to get in as a builder. Like a Jerry Colangelo type of guy, right? Like he just builds it wherever yeah. he goes. Whoever that builds is. it. Yeah. I think he was like the Phoenix Suns, wasn't he? Or was he? I think, yeah, I don't I mean, know. He was a U.S. Olympic basketball. I think he built the dream team. I think you could make an he argument. He built the dream team. I think you can make an argument that Jerry Krause should be. He's a builder. Did you see builder. what happened this week with yeah, him? Yeah, that was That was awful. Bad. That awful. Was bad. Thumbs down, Chicagoland. That was mean. That was mean. So for those that don't know, Jerry Krause, the former GM, the architect behind the six NBA titles for the Chicago Bulls yeah. in the 90s. And then the demolition crew of that same core. He, um, he's passed away. Yep. And they did a they honored the team. And Michael Jordan didn't show up. Scottie Pippen, they didn't show up. And they started to honor him. And they brought Jerry Krause's widow out. And when they announced her, they booed her. Well, they, they booed Jerry but the camera, and this is also a note. I saw someone tweet this out, and I fully agree. This is also a note to whoever was running the camera. Yeah. When the crowd is booing lustily, do not pan over to the crying widow. <laughs> Don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Bad idea. That's a bad idea. Uh, any other milestones, uh, Yes. Uh, I have one milestone that's been achieved, and then I have one milestone that is on the brink. of. Actually, we have two milestones that have yeah, been we achieved. Yeah, we do. And then one that is on the brink of being achieved. So the first one, Centennial Spring Lake Park's Caitlin Gross. She's got 60 career victories. Hats off to Caitlin Gross. Some of the best numbers of any goaltender in this senior class. The second achieve, achieved uh, milestone, uh, Mercury Bischoff. I almost said Michaela Moran. Mercury Bischoff is now Grand Rapids Greenway's all-time leading scorer she must have passed like claire i think it's Vakich. like 258 she must pass claire Vakich. that's my guess bo marchwick needs you to get you on need that, that one you need I you agree. to get on that one and then the one that is coming up soon upon is uh morgan goskison yeah who i ran into at the pwhl game the entire albert lee team was there love that squad and she is on the cusp of 100 career points as a freshman <laughs> pretty good <laughs> That's pretty good. Yes, she was a camper. Good. She was a camper at our camp. She was a camper. Cool. Love that. Cool to see uh, so many teams. I know at that PWHL game, first loss for Team Minnesota, but that's okay. They had to lose at some point, right? Yep, I agree. Alrighty, we're gonna move into our rankings rundown, which is gonna provide just a great amount of cannon fodder for a little bit later in the show. Yeah. But our rankings rundown is brought to you by the Red Black League. And, Tony, you have lots of experience with the Red Black League. Yes, I do. I actually, I right when it got started uh, back eight, nine years ago, my son was, wow, maybe ten years ago, my son was going in, leaving Bantams. Jake was going into high school, and this was coming about. Um, they invited us to uh, him to play me to coach in it and i was like this is kind of interesting concept it's in the spring when jake's playing baseball uh it's in the fall when jake's getting ready for uh high school season or bantams and uh it was so it was fantastic for him he got to play games he got he was training he was doing off-season training things and it was a pl good place to kind of accent the the training he was going through and then it was it was a good confidence builder and, it was, and, and I, 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 sh I i share this a lot but some of his best friends today are guys that he met via the red black league michael spinner who's up at st john's uh is is one example of that guys that he just met through this uh 
uh, uh, what's Brent, Brent Berger's son's name? Ellis brother's name i can't think of his name oh, they played man. together it was a bunch of jefferson kids and a bunch of sartell kids they all had blue helmets they look like one unit and they won the league and they, they those kids are still on snapchat together talking about that and that's a red black league thing from like seven years ago so uh hats off to the red black league for putting together a great league uh if you're interested in it check out redblackleagues.com redblackleagues.com all right Rankings that came out on Monday afternoon, Class 2A, Minnetonka at number one. Put your hand down. Andover at number two, Hill Murray at three, Edina four, Moorhead five, Centennial Spring Lake Park six, Northfield seven, Lakeville North eight, Benilde St. Margaret's nine, Lakeville South ten. Are you going to let me go through Class A before I, I, you no. start piling it's double on? double A related. All right, go ahead. Okay. I was refing on Friday night. And That's great. the Minnetonka JV did not have a game, some one of their regular season games. So they mm-hmm. got a they got a JV game with a, like a Western Wisconsin Stars or something like that, and the Minnetonka girls varsity was there to cheer them out, and they cheered up. They had like a costume night, so they were some of the girls dressed up as hockey dads. It was all kind of cute. Okay. I talked to Mike Cassano, and he was saying, I, I saw him. I'm like, hey. Uh, this is coming on the heels of Orno beating Andover. I'm like, oh, congratulations. He goes, what's that for? I go, you'll be the number one team in the state next week. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was yeah. like, oh, I got to share that little tidbit that I had shared with him. And I yeah. said, you guys aren't playing. He goes, well, did you design that around Distad and Hemp and being gone? He goes, ah, maybe just a little bit. So well, I, don't bl- I don't blame him. Well, if you look at their strength of schedule, I think they've earned a oh, small yeah. reprieve. From the, uh, I wasted so much time. I'll, whatever. I'll get into this after going through the You've class. You've been getting anyways. hammered on rankings. Oh, look at that. I know. One, two, kind three, of, four, five, six, seven. Northfield, seven. <laughs> and actually, Northfield was one of our my topics of discussions with Mr. Cassano. Oh, good. And we were talking about where they should be seated. Mm-hmm. And he says, ah, there's somewhere between three, four, or five. You could five. make, he goes, you can make a case for three, and you can make a case for five. And if they go undefeated, I think they should be a three. And the best part is somebody really good is going to be unseated. Oh, yeah. Somebody really good who's beaten a lot of good teams could be unseated. Let's get through the A rankings. It's going to be so fun. Let's get through the A rankings, then I've got some thoughts. All right. Uh, Class A, Holy Angels moves up to number one. one. Why are they number one? Because they beat Orono. I know. Orono at two. Wait, wait, Orono at two who beat... Andover, who was your number one last week? Yeah, that's and then they lost. Cool. To, and then they lost to Holy Angels. I know. I think it's pretty cool that they could beat the number one double A team, but they couldn't beat the number two single A team. I know it's Next. good. It's good for the overall health. I do. I think so too. Warroad at number three, Duluth Marshall four. Duluth Marshall's in the middle of a nineteen day break between games. <laughs> what? It's they played on January fourth, and they don't play again until January twenty third. According to the that's insane. To the girls I know. I've never seen a break that long. Proctor Hermantown at five, Dodge County six, Crookston seven, Mount West Tonka South was Christian eight, Delano Rockford nine. No change in those. And then Albert Lee introduces itself to the rankings oh, at number see ten. Peter at the game, start kissing up. Nope. go up the rankings. They, they I were, see how this works. Nope, that is that's not how that worked at all. Ten is I'm a revolving kidding. door. I, I thought about that though. As soon as I published it, I was like, hmm. I hope they don't think it's because I saw them at the game. Uh, no, Albert Lee is going to be ranked number 10 now. There's just – there's 
there are so many teams that have a claim to number 10 and then they lose to somebody, but then the team that they lost to doesn't have a top 10 win or that team doesn't right. have, it's it just, it's a quagmire six through 10 for class. A. Oh, wow. Let's I'm looking at your notes here. This is going to get, it's going to get hot in the hot tub here pretty soon. It's not going to get hot in the hot tub. Cause I, I, I appreciate the discourse and this is actually more piggybacking off of, uh, the Twitter discourse about the boys ranking. Wasn't that oh, insane? That was a, I don't <laughs> even know what pretty funny. Actually. I hate to say this. I shouldn't admit this publicly, but I really wasn't paying that close of attention to what Danny said about class A. Danny and Carl having some class A guy does something about class B, double A teams. Yeah. If you're going to value their wins, you got to value their losses or whatever. And I'm just kind of sitting there like thinking of what's the next part of this show. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> so you're basically acting like. So Kayla. now I'm reading along on Twitter. I'm like, Wow. I remember the conversation, but I don't remember the, how it all went down. But, man, our Class A guy got a little hot in yeah. the hot tub. They're a little hot in the collar. I actually used my personal Twitter account to tweet something about hockey I for the first that. time. I saw that. Well, somebody tried to make the case that plus minus. I thought the guy. Oh, is that the plus minus was, guy? Yeah, that plus minus the, is more important than goals and assists. And no is it no that's is just it? much luck as getting a second assist well that's what i said i said at least with a goal and assist you come close to touching the puck or you do touch the puck as long as the referees get the numbers right i can get a plus one if i think my tweet said if i made snow angels the whole you shit could. like i still In get theory, a plus one you could get a plus one and somebody responded and said well over the course of the season it kind of balances itself out. It's important which tend to agree but i guess i think it matters more at the higher levels of the game yes because i have a hundred percent watch somebody at Bantam Elite tried to get me to do plus minus for no. Bantam Elite games. No. I'm like, no, no. way, dude. No. Have you watched some of these games? No. There are some kids who I could get a plus 50 if I played between two really good players. I'll give you my youth example. I play with Tom Chorsky every other year. First year squirts, first year Pee-wee's, first year Bantams, right? I was on his line. What do you think my plus minus was? It was probably really it was, good. It was over 100. Over 100. And I didn't do a damn thing 90% of the time. But I think at the higher. I'm just being honest here. I didn't do anything. I just skated along and yeah. scooped in the rebounds. I think Ryan Whitney makes that comment a lot on Spitting Chicklets. He's like, yeah, my plus minus was great. I played with Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Which is fair. I think at the higher levels, plus minus might have a better indication of effectiveness on the game. But that's why analytics groups go through CORSI now or whatever yep. other acronym they come up with. There is no perfect measurement. Just like there's no perfect measurement for rankings. No. And that's what I wanted to get into a little bit. Is All right, let's hear it. Discussing rankings biases. So somebody from Northfield, and I don't blame the guy at all. I mean, he's got a legitimate point to make, and I think that he and I outside he and I of the metro growing up together. We grew up together, obviously. Did you actually? No, but like we agree, we see eye to yeah. eye on which is fine. low ranking of them. Yeah, and no love for them. That's fine. I, I read through that. Have tweet, you seen them play? And I not this year. Not this year. No. Okay. And I will see them again in their section final, which is that's fine. my haunt. Which is fine. I'm a section one. But guy. I'll give you. I'll give you two teams here. I'll do a team A and team B for you. I love I'll this do a team A and team I love B. this. All right. Team do a. I get to guess who they are? Of course you get. All right. All right I think this go. is fairly obvious. All right. Uh, top 10 match. This is teammate. Top 10 matchups. One. one. Top 10 wins. One. Cumulative opponent record. 140, 158, and 13. Cumulative opponent goals. Four, 1,045. Cumulative opponent goals against. 993. Team B. Top 10 matchups. Nine. Is, was team A and double A or A? Double A. 
Well, they're both double A teams. Oh, okay. So that that the first guy's got to be Northfield. Yep. Okay. All Team right. B, top ten matchups, nine top ten wins, four cumulative opponent record, two fourteen, one thirty nine, and twenty one cumulative opponent goals, four one thousand two hundred and thirty one cumulative opponent oh, okay. goals against eight sixty four. Team B is Edina. Okay. I'll give you that they're not as good as Edina. There you go. But I will get. But I will. They they are definitely five. Why? Because they're better than Centennial and they're better than Moorhead. How do you know they're better than Centennial I've seen and them. better than Moorhead? Have I've you seen, seen Centennial and Moorhead play? This I've year? seen Moorhead play. Well, okay. okay. Here's no, no, no. Here's the deal. So after going through all of those numbers, I realize that the one team that I'm being unfair to is Benilde St. Margaret's, down at number nine. I bet they got really good numbers, too. They do in terms of top 10 matchups and top 10 wins. Here's the deal, though. They dropped number nine because Moorhead didn't lose, Centennial didn't lose, Northfield didn't lose, I agree. and Lakeville North didn't lose. Yeah. So if I rank teams just based on how I think they would match up against other top 10 teams, that would be a bloodbath. It would be. Okay. But now let's look through some. Minnetonka's going to state, Andover's going to state, Hill's going to state, and Edina or Benilla are going to state. So, yeah. You're, Moorhead's you're, going to state. And Moorhead's going to state. So, you were maybe right that they're not going to get a seed. But I, I, I don't, still think they're going to get – I think they'll get a 3, 4, or 5. I don't think about that, though. I know, but, but I if think – they're going to get a seed. Because there would have been years – It doesn't years, really matter. Four, when you, when okay. you throw it out there – Time out. Four or five years ago, if we focused only on who was going to get a bid – to go to state, and you had Edina, Blake in the same section when Eden Prairie was rolling with Tonka. You can't you can't do it based on who's going to get a seat at state because somebody's going to get a cakewalk. Right, right. And as of right now, I think it's going to be Antover. You think Antover's got the cakewalk to yeah. state? Oh no question. Yeah. They have the easiest. They have the easiest route to state. No question about Oof. that. But where I Moorhead? Think, I mean, that section's tough. It is tough, and Moorhead beating Bemidji by one doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Not a lot and of Alex confidence. Alex and Brainerd in a are playing well. State. Like Brainerd yeah. beat beat uh, World the other day. They were preseason top ten. Yeah, all the way back in uh, week one. Well, Brainerd, you had Brainerd. Too. I had Brainerd yeah. at number ten. Okay, but yes. I think it leads to a bigger conversation about rankings biases. So. In your mind, what are some of your biases? Because I have my own. Oh, I have. I uh, have my own. Lake, I have, Lake like Conference is better than yeah. everybody. But the reason I say Lake Conference, they win state almost every year. In right, in yeah. boys and girls, it, their records are crazy. Do you remember that year in boys when it was North Suburban versus North Suburban? In the state title, Maple game? Grove and Andover. It was yeah. like that was so refreshing. I'm like, thank God it's not two Lake Conference teams. <laughs> And I would say the same for girls. Oh, yeah. You know, if if Centennial played, you know, uh, Andover, Hill Murray. Andover. It hasn't been a 4 double eight. Hill Murray hasn't won a state championship for several girls. years now. Girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah, I want to see a different. But, yeah, those that's, I have a late conference bias, not a metro bias. I have a late conference bias. I have a strength, both of, boys. I have a strength of schedule bias. Toughest, schedu <laughs> toughest schedule, I, right? I, I tend, agree with that. I tend to reward teams, and this is they play a tough I, schedule. And yep. I don't want to say this as if I'm an omnipotent god who somehow you controls are, the fates you of do. these teams. But I am biased toward teams that I think play really tough schedules. Like I have a hard time knocking Proctor Hermantown 
because they're you know eleven and seven or some pedestrian record, but the seven losses have been against all top ten class two teams. So, like how how can I punish them for playing a tough schedule? Don't I can't, I can't do don't it. Don't do it. I can't do it. Good segment. There actually, I do have one last point oh, to make. Oh boy, he's, he's the on one fire the today. one outlier that I'm seeing, and this is interesting because I look at page stat because I think page stat actually has a, a really accurate algorithm that it uses. I like page stat. It's a very lot. good. Yeah, it has Dodge County as the number two class A team, and I, that one to me is you look at their schedule and you look at who they've played and what the scores we'll are, see. yada yada. That's the team I'm most interested in because it's number two in Class A, and I don't think they're better than Orono or Holy. They play Angels. each other though. Orono, they did they just play each other? Or are they no? Somebody soon? had a game get canceled. No, that was Crookston and Dodge County. Yeah, but I could have sworn that Orono and Dodge played or are scheduled to play soon. They're gonna play somebody really good their last regular season game. They play Saturday. They play Orono they play each on each other Saturday. Saturday. Okay, yeah. we gotta find somebody to go and, to that and game. And just as a, a little sidebar to that, yeah. Uh the Orono girls came in. I just tweeted it out this morning. The Orono girls came in and gave us a jersey from their Friday night oh. ice and a thank you in a really nice frame. And I told them in while meeting with them, I said, Hey, don't take Dodge County lightly. They're very good. I was blown away how good they were last year, and and I love my Albert Lee girls, but I thought Dodge dominated that game. It's going to be interesting. They also play Northfield at the end of the month. Who Orono does? Dodge County. Oh, Dodge County. So, uh, oh yeah, they had the yeah. game against Crookston canceled. They're going to play Orono this Saturday, and then they have Northfield scheduled for Tuesday, January thirtieth. So I give Dodge County a lot of credit for trying to schedule some of these. Yeah, you know, top teams. That, but that, I think that, that's an interesting one because that's one on its face that I would not agree with. But page stat, as I said, I think has a pretty accurate right. algorithm. All right. We go on to the past. Scores of the past. Who's this sponsored by? Res Tech. Hear it. The West Metro's pre Hey, I'm now a customer. Are you actually? I'm going to be. Oh, my gosh. We're redoing Good our basement. Yeah, we had a flooded basement that you experienced because I had to leave the Dango Fest to assist oh, yeah. my bride. You were, you were really bummed out to get out of the arena by seven o'clock that night, weren't you? You were real bummed I don't, out. I, Peter, I love <laughs> moving I love when, teams. I love when he says my full name. I love when he says my full name. Pete, uh, I love moving teams. It, tournament. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the tournament is moving the teams, doing the tiebreakers, getting it right, getting them up properly you know that i like that i i didn't want to yeah. leave then uh once they were all moved i would be like all right i'm gone you guys can put the stickers on because i'm not doing that yep so um breathtaking ambience create the ideal atmosphere with brilliantly dynamic lighting and shading control throughout your estate with a home automation company as i've gotten older and laura too, and laura and i you're are getting married soon we actually have a place decided by the way do we have a date it's still going to, we're still, th- it's not going to be October 11th, I don't think. You um, don't, or do you do? That's what we were shooting for was October 11th. It's not now? I think it's going to be in October, though. But don't say October 25th. I can't. Okay. I have, I have my niece's birthday is on oh, you can't. Halloween. Like, I All can't, right. I can't, I can't do that to Air Bear. You also have another tournament, too, that weekend. Yeah, so. that one, too. Well, <laughs> um, oh, you just ruined it for Oh, we're debating lighting. In our house, and we we both decided. And my dad warned us against this because he's a, a boomer and is like, "Don't paint anything a dark color; it makes it feel smaller. Paint a light color to make it feel bigger." No, we're <laughs> gonna paint our home in kind of a darker. We're thinking like a forest green. 
because we want it to be cozy. And we're discussing lighting, and we both decided that we would rather spend more on soft ambient lighting than a cheap, bright white, disgusting like that one. That one right there. Yeah. That light bulb. We decided we would spend more on ambient lighting. And quite honestly, it makes such a difference in how I feel about my house. My house is now a cozy cave. How does this me. have to come back to ResTech? Because ResTech can do that for you, oh. and they can make it. They can install oh. the lights inside the ceiling and inside the walls so that you don't have a bunch of lamps laying around everywhere with, I have two dogs. They knock things over all the time. They would knock a lamp over. So I'm saying if you have kids that run around your house, why wouldn't you pay somebody like ResTech to install lights in the ceiling or in the walls to give you that soft, ambient, cozy Love lighting? It. Love it. Hire an expert to do it. Do not give yourself an ulcer trying to do this yourself. ResTech. That's Res. Tech, ResTechSystems.com. All right, let's go, baby. Best part of the show, scores of the past. Scores of the past. January 11th, Moorhead over Bemidji, one to nothing. Bemidji is starting to become a big factor in 8AA. What are you doing? I'm, I'm hoisting up the red doing? flag. What are you doing? Just putting the red flag you look, up. You look like you're running. There's a little you red flag. You look like you're running. The flag you're running. There's a red flag up there. Warning, Bemidji, warning, Bemidji, warning, Bemidji. Orno over Andover, number 1A over number 1-2A by a score of 4-3. to three, And then Andover took out all of its frustrations against Hill Murray. Uh, Edina over Stillwater, 2 to nothing. Lakeville South over Farmington, 4 to nothing. Yet another shutout for mm -hmm. Claire Bronson. Proctor-Hermantown, uh, January 13th. Proctor-Hermantown over Breck, 2-1. to one. Breck, one of those bubble top 10 Class yep. A teams. Holy Angels over Orono, securing the Stars the top spot in Class A. Warroad over. High-scoring affair. For Holy Angels and Orono? Yeah, they, both teams yeah. have good goaltending. Yeah. Great goaltending. They have I, really good skaters, too. Yeah, I know, I know. And thankfully for Orno, Orno is missing uh, Macy Rasmussen. So it's a little bit of back. a small asterisk she's to that one. Back on American soil. Mm -hmm. Warroad over Fergus Falls, two to one. Tight game between the Otters and the Warriors. Peter, believe it or not, I'm I studied in on this here. week. This week, I studied all section assignments because I'm, I oh, hate getting God. it wrong on the show, and I've got it wrong several times. And I apologize to our faithful listeners and viewers. All seven of them. I studied it and i looked at section i believe it's section six with the one fergus falls is in okay guess how many teams are in that section four four i know that's a disgrace yeah there's other sections with seven why can't yeah. we just move the pin over a little bit and give that section a little bit more traditional because we can't power. play games on school days what i don't know it's, i'm assuming it's a scheduling thing no why can't you move a team out of one section that's got seven teams into the one section with four. It's not that hard. Uh, it sounds like one of those, it works for hockey, but it doesn't work for basketball. It's not a basketball section. I want the hockey sections to I have know you do. another know. team. It's not, I'm at, that's not a huge There are ask. several other pieces at play I know, here. I know, but seriously, four in one section is ridiculous. And I think there's four in two different sections. Uh, no, does one a have four? Mm -mm, it used to have four, okay. but it's got like six now. Oh, one thank is God. back in there. So, wow, well, there's most of them have six. It's a most real six, it's a real March Madness bracket with six <laughs> teams. 
All righty, uh, Ward over Fergus Falls, and then Andover over Hill Murray, 6-2. to two. You saw that game, and then you pointed at the Hill Murray roster when you came in this morning and said, that's an interesting team. There's some interesting players on this team. I'm going to point out just a few, if you don't mind. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Uh, recent Division One commit, Reagan Berglund. Yep. Um, what's that term? It's like bad out of hell? It's like she plays hack, hack, with her hair hack. on fire. She plays with her hair on fire. Uh, she ran uh, Claire Hills over like 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 it was a dump truck. Just <laughs> ran her over. She just plays with a high level of intensity. Um, I can see why Division One coaches were like, "I need a girl like that on every girl needs a every team needs a girl like that on their team." That's my first comment about uh, Reagan Berglund. Uh, Emily Pohl is arguably she's the best freshman in the state uh she changes the game yeah. every time she's on the ice that's why they're so good and she's only a freshman uh and this the scary part is their younger sisters anna and lucy are i think they could be on a faster track to being better than her and i can't believe you could be better than her she's that good um and then it was fun to see chloe Barine just kind of do Chloe Breen things. She's yeah. a fantastic player. Looks a lot like her older sister. Yep. Uh, she's going to St. Thomas next year. Uh, you know what? Oddly enough, the girl I was really going to watch was Grace Jean, and she did not have her best performance, and she would be the first to admit it. Um, but she did make a couple big saves, but Andover was able to click, and Hillmary was not. It was two evenly matched teams with – the same amount of grade eight chances, just somebody converted six of theirs and somebody converted two of theirs. Mm -hmm. Fun hockey game to watch. And the Polar Arena, you know, everyone thinks, ooh, Polar Arena, it's not that cool. It's not that great. It's I whatever. hate that place. What a great little barn for a high school hockey game. Every seat was full. Yeah. It, it, there was a good vibe. The Hillmary DJ, I don't know if it's the same one as does the boys. It's It seemed like a similar kind of – uh, 80s rock kind of vibe to it. <laughs> great tunes, great. He just they had they play the fight song when the when the girls come on the ice over. The, it was yep. a really well done, uh, uh, deliverable. Did they uh, have a couple of jokes in there too? Uh between the box guys. No, not yeah. that I recall. I will say this though, Polar. This is one of the more awkward. Uh, moments right so high school hockey you have your locker rooms right yeah uh so there's girls high school players had a varsity and a jv locker rooms yeah. set up and then and then there's another locker room that hell murray's got set up which is on the other side of the building and here's matamida and edina pwaa had a game scheduled right after their game yeah. so the matamida and edina boys 12-year-olds are in the same area as the girls' high school Andovers. And I'm like, this is just chaos. Here I am. I'm there to award Kaylin Mum, who had two goals. I award her the player of the game and, and get a quick quote from, from uh, Coach Volk. And I'm waiting out there. I'm like, yeah, this is just awkward. This is so awkward. And she came on and goes, that, was that a little weird? She goes, it's really weird. I'm like, that's why I didn't go back to approach you because there was just too much going on yeah. there. And she was really kind. She gave me a couple nice quotes about Kaylin and, and their team, and yeah. I was able to get a tweet out about the game. I forgot my camera. Right I, Where I was going, I didn't have my still camera, so I, that's why I 
Kale and I made a nice little video of oh. of the games. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just make something on my cell phone. And Kayla, hats off to you. You did a nice job. I'd like the video. It was fantastic. Wow. Um, well, thanks for taking me down memory lane there, uh, North St. Paul Ice <laughs> Arena. Yeah, I didn't play much there as a kid, but it, no, I like it. It's good. I see the positive in it. It's a so, good little barn. Jeff Papis called the game, so it was fun to see him. He's back to 100%. My sophomore year. Okay, here we go. I got to play in the varsity scrimmages, and we scrimmaged North St. Paul every year. I got a breakaway. My first ever varsity scrimmage. Forehand to backhand, I completely whiffed. <laughs> I love it. At any that other moment, I knew I was destined for the JV. Are you got any other more scores? Yeah, yeah, I got go. more scores. Let's go. Uh, January 16th, Simley over Apple Valley. That's surprising. In overtime. Um, honestly, I don't know if it's surprising. surprising. I, I watched Apple Valley play against Farmington. I don't know. Maybe they should switch the Gatorade with some Celsius or some Red Bull or something. The Apple Valley girls just seem a little sluggish right now. Okay. A little well, sluggish. Maybe right they're now. just saving up for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Centennial Spring Lake Park over Champlain Park, Coon Rapids. That's a 5AA matchup. Uh, CSLP over CPCR, 4-1. to one. I, po- I post those uh, notable score tweets every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. How do you tweet out Centennial Spring Lake Park and Champlain Park? It's just so much there. <laughs> Yeah, it uses up a ton of characters. ton of characters. You could go one route. Which I go cent hyphen SLP and CP hyphen CR. I typically, if I'm at a game like that, I'll use Centennial Spring Lake Park in the first tweet, and then yep. for the and rest of the game, it's CSL. It. Yep, I agree. Or you could go the other route, and you could really piss off the Spring Lake Park people and just be like, Centennial. <laughs> I try to be Centennial. as nice as I can. Centennial. All righty, uh, games of the future. Any sponsors Games left? Are we all, Do we have one left? We have four, don't we? No, three. Who's the all? Who's the oh, fourth Summit. one? Is it Summit Orthopedic? Summit. Absolutely, oh, okay. it's Summit. Every time, let me say something about Summit real quick. So Tria is the official sponsor of the PWHL. Nice Team sponsor read, calling out Tria no, 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 during no, no, no. the Summit read. I you know like what it. I? You know what I do every time I, I've been to three PWHL games so far. Every time I see Tria pop up on the scoreboard, there's one little voice in the crowd going boo. <laughs> Boo! Boo! And it's me, because Summit Orthopedic is clearly a superior option. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, there there are both there are positives to each, but I will say this about keeping it positive about Summit. Summit has an unbelievable uh, stable of surgeons for all different body parts. Uh, they have non-surgical doctors that will help with broken bones and and, and all forms of acute injuries. Uh, if you're in, in in the metro area, uh, if you have an acute injury, joint pain, you name it, they can help you get on the path of recovery quickly. Uh, quick note, if you have a captain uh, of one of your boy, girls' high school teams, boys or girls for that matter, uh Go to the top of YHH. There's the Summit Service Award, a great opportunity for a scholarship $2,500 trip to uh, Honduras to assist the Summit team um, in their uh, philanthropy efforts doing great things uh, abroad. Uh, Check out the Summit Service Award. We need the applicants in by February 1st. SummitOrthopedics.com. 
Nice. All right, games of the future. I have seven games here, which feels light to me. So if you see a game that should have been on here and is not on here, I apologize. Okay. January 18th, Rozo at Moorhead. That's a it's an 8AA matchup right there. Battle of Goliaths. Goliaths. In that, in that section. Farmington at Lakeville North. Mm, that's a good game, but okay. I think North is the superior team this year. All righty. Um, do we want to make all of these pickems or just yeah. six of them? Well, let's do them all. Let's do them all. Do okay. we have our records from last week? No, she doesn't have them. Yeah. Remember the old Kayla that had them? Now the new Kayla is just way too comfortable here. She's new way too busy Kayla. covering the PWH. PL. PWHL. HL. PWHPA. Yeah. PWHL. Well, while we wait for Kayla to find these, um, I've had a great time going to PWHL games. It's been awesome. The crowds have been fantastic. I'm going to my first uh, one in a week from today. I know. I'm apparently supposed to be there. You're going to. help you, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've seen them play New York, Toronto, and Montreal so far. So I've been there for all three home games, and... This is going to get sappy here for a moment. Um, I went to a game with Robin Cook. Uh, he invited me. That's super cool. And we went to the game, and we were in the gift shop beforehand, and I ran into Amy and Bella Bisbee, which was nice. super fun. Always nice to see um, girls I like those two there. better than the other two Bisbees. I think they, would agree. I think they would agree with you. Um, but I picked up a puck, a PWHL puck, and a PWHL hat for my fiancé who prior to the PWHL could not give two poops about <laughs> hockey in general. She sees hockey as this thing that takes me away from um, a ton of I have a, family. I have a spouse that sounds similar to that. <laughs> from mostly family occasions. But she is so into the PWHL, and we brought another friend of ours, Randy, to the game on Sunday. The PWHL is a movement right now. There are people it. that I don't think would set foot in a wild game that are at every Even PWHL better. game. It but if there so are fantastic. people, but if there are people that would go to a wild game, welcome them, please. Hockey is for everyone. Thank you. It is Do everyone we, with the everyone on that. Everyone. If you have a pulse, yeah. you have a place at the XL Energy Center. And even if you don't have a pulse, <laughs> I, I think they'd find a seat for you. <laughs> they might put you in the upper deck, but, you know, they have a, a seat for stinky. you. stinky. Yeah, I was a little surprised that the Orono girls were in a suite for that game, though. I'm, I'm after shocked. Lose, after losing, uh, you know. Oh, uh, uh, what, that they were uh, actually at the game or that they were in a suite? No, I'm just surprised the coach didn't knock them down I to was the actually, lower bowl. I was offered tickets. Would I have been in the suite with those guys? Oh, I probably yeah. would have been. You might have been. I probably would have been. KJ, do we got... I was uh, offered tickets from an Orono family. Hey, we got chicken or what? Game. She doesn't have I'm, it. I'm, I'm sorry. I really failed you. Okay. Well, let's I'm keep going. Yeah, that's okay. Right we'll now. just... We'll, keep going. we'll make our How picks How about you anyway. do the new picks? We're doing the new the picks end, right now. Oh, I can't the wait. Old picks. Uh, Rozo at Moorhead. I'm going to pick... I'll circle mine. Yeah, you better write them down. I will write I'm them down. I'm not going to pay attention. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Moorhead. Okay. I am um, also going to take Moorhead in this all right. one. Farmington Lakeville North, I've already expressed my love for the Panthers. Yep, I've got Farmington in this one. Ooh, okay. This is a good one here. Keep it this spicy. This is a game I'd like to see. Keep it spicy. Hold on. I'm going to double check to make sure that the date is right on this game. Duluth Marshall or Christian? Yeah, because I don't trust Duluth Marshall's schedule. 
Duluth Marshall okay, Crookston. Okay, Friday, January 19th, 5 p.m. at Crookston. Mm, that's a good game. All right, so it's this was just added. I swear this was just added because it was supposed to be between the 4th and the 23rd. Uh, Friday, January 19th, Duluth Marshall at Crookston. I got Crookston. I was going to take Crookston. Okay. When do you what do you want? I'm going to take Duluth Marshall now. I'll okay. A little bit different. I did have a coach of a very prominent class A team tell me that Lind- Ilsa Lindemann is the best player that I don't disagree. They've faced so far. I don't disagree. Uh January 20th, Edina at Minnetonka. Edina won the first one. Tonka will be back full strength. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to trust your rankings, and I'm going to go Skippers. Okay. I'll take you, Dinah, on this one. Give me you, Dinah. Benilde St. Margaret's at Proctor Hermantown. The gauntlet never stops for Proctor Hermantown. Or Benilde, for that oh matter. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to go the home team on that one. I'm going to go Proctor okay. Hermantown. Yeah, I'll take Benilde in this one. All right. Dodge County, County at, at Orono. Orono. What a game, huh? What a game. What's at Orono? Yeah. Okay. I'll take Orono, they're the number one team in the Yep, state. I'm also going to take Orono. That this lineup, last game, that is, lineup is just something. this last game is tough, really War, tough. Morehead at Warroad. Okay, Warroad is really struggling on the offensive side of the puck. Although in, we saw them score five goals, four struggling goals on the offensive the side of the puck in context to what they've been. Yes, before. yeah. And Morehead's got a great goaltender. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morehead's older, stronger, wiser. Faster. A little bit wiser. I'm going to go Moorhead. We'll go into the gardens and uh, pluck all the flowers. All righty. I've also got Moorhead in this one. I okay. still, I think Moorhead is the team that everybody forgets about when they get lost in the rankings a little bit. I, I agree. think Moorhead is a really, I really good team. I talked to, oh, I don't know if I can make this announcement. This is an unofficial announcement. How's that? I don't like the sound of that. I, I think... We are going to be hosting a girls' kickoff classic in Moorhead, Minnesota next year. Like fall of 24? Fall of 24. I'm in. And Warroad? I'm in. And I believe we have Warroad, Moorhead, and Andover. I'm not sure the more the other Metro team is yet. That's yet to be determined. Edina. Yeah, whatever. Minnetonka. Somebody, right? Let's literally just and take the guess, top eight teams and just guess, haul guess them up tomorrow. when it is, Peter. October 25th. No, it's the same weekend as the Blue Ox. Oh, I don't care. I don't care either. I don't care. The Blue Ox at this point kind of runs it. I think it's pretty cool. It does, We're going to have two events itself, going though. on in the same literally two blocks. Typically, I don't like running two events at the same time, but when it's the Blue Ox, which is a very manageable amount of teams and yeah. Bantams who kind of know what's going on, they don't, yeah. let's put it this way, they don't stop by the tournament office to ask things like, where is the concession the stand? Room? <laughs> yeah. This concession stand's not open. They so don't it'll do be that. a media frenzy for us up there that weekend. If this be fun. comes to fruition, we're taking every camera that we have and we're taking every creative person we will. in our we'll vicinity murder it. and we're going to blow this out because it is that. high time that there was a kickoff something like this I think for girls high school it's hockey. exciting I, I think, think it's, it's a really great exciting idea. it's a great idea you know uh, how you always complain that i poo poo your ideas yeah, because i, got I one, don't one know for how 10, we're going to do one this one for 10 one for 10 the other nine you do one, one for 7000 the yeah. reason i'm bringing this up is i right. talked a lot with coach craft in the last month or so and 
he, I asked him, I go, you know, your team's pretty good. You, you could be playing on Friday in the state tournament. And he goes, <laughs> you know what he said? He goes, we want to be playing on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. I like that, that line. boy, Ryan. So boy, Ryan. I'll tell you another funny story. So last year when Gentry Academy was going on their run, and they kicked up all sorts of dust, you know. The, yep. With the, and they play a lot like that team. Gentry and Morton are a lot alike. They they are. 23 Gentry and 24 Morton are a lot so alike. I got, I got curious, and I started texting a few coaches. Um, I know, shocking that head coaches would be in my phone. I started asking what they thought about Gentry. Would, like, would they play them? Would they boycott them? Would they... Blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And two of the coaches whose opinions that I respect the most, Ryan Kraft is one of them because he's played at so many different levels and he's been involved at so many different levels. He's a hockey lifer. He said he would play Gentry 25 times. Yeah. He said, I, I don't care where they're players. I want to get better. I want to play the best. And another coach that I reached out to said the same thing. I'll play him 25 times. I don't care. Right. And that I think it was probably section opponents that were probably the most No, the, off. the coach that I asked was a, a section coach. Oh, good. Who said, I'll, I'll play him 25 times, don't care. Love it. But that love does it. not shock me that Ryan Kraft would not be satisfied playing on Friday, that he wants to play on Saturday. I love it. I love Crafty. He's one of the best. And he's got a great a, host, too. A great house. Great house. <laughs> great we house. stayed, we, not me, but our staff stayed at his house uh, during one of our pump, uh, Blue Oxes a couple of years ago, and it was fantastic. If I had to pick one coach to chew through barbed wire, it might come down to Ryan Kraft. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's great. I have your uh, picks All right, if let's you want to hear. Let's hear it. I got a feeling that I don't want to hear these. Uh, you did win again. Oh, wow. But barely. Dang it. Let's uh, hear there it. were eight yeah. picks last week. Um, Moorhead versus Bemidji, both picked Moorhead and you both won. Nice. Edina versus Stillwater, you both picked Edina and you both won. Yeah. Uh, Andover versus Orono, it was, uh, you both picked Andover and you both lost. Really? So. I was there. <clears throat> yeah, well, you both picked, lost. Yeah. So um, then Lakeville South versus Farmington. Tony picked Lakeville South, so you're up one. Uh, I, Dodge County versus Crookston was canceled. Yep. Uh, Orono versus Holy Angels. You both picked Orono, and you both mm, lost. Wow. Sorry, Holy Angels. And then War Road versus Fergus Falls. Peter picked War Road, and you picked Fergus. Yeah. Mm. I was close, um, though. Yeah, it was 2-1. Yeah. Smartest guy in the room. And then Andover versus Hill Murray. Peter picked Andover, and it was 6-2. to two. So it was 4-3 yeah. nice. in your picks. Yeah, we had to pick. He's yeah. he's inching closer. Also, my estimates last week were really off. Yeah, you're at a total of Tony has 38 for the year, and Peter has 31. So yeah, he's ooh, sneaking up on you. Really, I, don't, I don't feel like sneaking. I'm still taking chances. I'm still taking chances on on my picks. Yeah, Peter started to get self conscious. So being more realistic. Father time is undefeated. Yeah. Uh, well, fantastic show, Kayla and yep. Peter. Thanks to our sponsors, Summit Orthopedic, ResTech. We do have one final note. Okay, Gemini and Red and Black Leagues. What's that final note? Uh, we'd like to say a few words about Michaela McCarvel. Um, heartbreaking news out of Shak Shakopee that Michaela has, um, well, I guess I could just read the, the carrying bridge because that puts it so perfectly. Uh, put up a tremendous fight. Her injuries were too significant to overcome. God has much bigger plans for our beautiful angel. Don't know if I can actually keep going. Oof. Um, 
we're thinking of Shockby. For yeah, sure. for sure. That's tough. That's really tough stuff. Uh, thanks for Peter for your nice post about Michaela and uh, our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to everybody in the community, but especially her mom and dad and her family and closest to her and her best friends, which I'm sure a lot of them are hockey players. So a celebration of life uh, is planned. It will be updated with the date and time. I would follow virtually all Shakopee hockey social media for that information. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do I could hear profession forget Used to keep it cool